Hey, good morning. This is SC, your host of the Legally Steel Show, coming at you live this Saturday, August the 6th. August the 6th, and we are way past the middle of the year and headed towards the end. The dog days of summer is hot, but they'll be coming to an end soon, and we'll be expanding into the, some people consider it the most favorite time of the year, the fall, as we go into the winter months. Well, I am happy to be with you again this Saturday. A lot of things are changing, um, some by choice, others by not, and I'm just going to go with the flow of it. I've been talking to you for well over a year now, and we've managed to change the time. We used to originally, we were coming on Saturdays at twelve at 2 p.m., and we changed it to 10 a.m. Well, I'm kind of sad to inform you this morning, but I'm also happy to inform you because change is inevitable. Change only means that you are moving to a positive state if you see it that way. I see change as good, and I welcome change. Well, things are changing here at the Legally Steel Show, and right now we are toying around with the idea of coming to you five days a week, um, and that's that's interesting. I always used to say, you know, you get on the airwaves and you see people, you know, you hear this stuff every day. What do you talk about? What do you talk about every day? Is it that much information to talk about? Well, of course it is. If your information has content and your information is reaching your audience, because let's face it, um, being on the airwaves is not about making a ton of money. Okay, I plan on making a ton of money, but I plan on making it in a number of ways. But being on the airwaves is about creating a relationship, a relationship with your listeners. Um, And over the past year, I know that I have been. I always hoped that I had or I was creating a relationship. But I know because I have some of the responses that I've been getting back from some of my listeners and I appreciate that. I appreciate you tuning in weekly uh, to hear. But uh, we're going to, we are, I say we're going to as a committed way, but we are definitely toying with the idea of bringing the show to you five days a week. Um, a lot of folks think this is, well, some that I've talked to have wondered, is this just a pastime for me? Is it something that, you know, I go out and I work a nine to five during the week, and then I come to you on Saturdays just as a pastime. No, this is what I do. I'm in radio. I write. I research. So what's happening is this. In in as much as changing the show um, and bringing it to you once a week or as we have been, and expanding it to five days a week. I welcome the change. It's going to be a learning curve for me. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to continuing to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. And I'll tell you, um, as things have happened over the last year, this engine has really picked up steam. And at one point, I thought that, you know, I'm breaking into radio, with no radio background. I'm getting into it. I want to learn this stuff. Well, broadcast media, and of course, I'm speaking, I guess, to myself and to the novice listener, but broadcast media is a, is a world of its own, and it has a powerful, a powerful method of getting messages out. And hearing people's concern, Uh, there are a lot of issues that are going on in the country, in the world, and people want to know about them. People care about their pockets. So things are, things are, this, this whole broadcast media is a challenge for me to learn all that I need to learn about it. And that's my goal. I want to be the best at what I do. 
Uh, and this is not to kick anybody else. This is a personal thing with me. I want to be the best at what I do. I want to bring you the best information, um, not because I'm getting paid to do it, but because I love to do it. I love talking. I love sharing, and I'm going to continue to do that. Well, with that being said, um, another change that's going to come, because what we're doing is most of you know I've started the um, in the local market here in the Tampa Bay market. I'm on the radio uh, on Saturdays as well. But in talking with a potential sponsor the other day, a potential underwriter for the show, uh, he loved the fact, and believe it or not, it's a car dealer, but loved the fact that I had a message and that, you know, it's really a message that's to the listening audience, things that people want to know. Loves the idea of underwriting the show, but he, he posed one concern, and that concern actually made me go down another road and just really started speeding fast down that road and expanding. But his concern was, I'd like to underwrite the show, but I am concerned about the limited exposure. Because, see, in my mind, hey, I got this great thing that I'm putting together, and Saturday's the best day. Well, yeah, that may be true to a point. But when you're dealing with your, when you're dealing with your underwriters, you know, those people that pay the bill, to make sure that you can be on the air and continue to bring out that message, then sometimes you have to adhere to change. And it made me start thinking about bringing the show every day, Monday through Friday, and possibly still Saturdays, but Monday through Friday. And another concern he had was the 3 o'clock time slot for the local show. Well, what I want to do is I want to simulcast uh, the Internet show because this is my baby. This is where I started, and it's growing up, and I want to continue to watch it grow. But I want to simulcast the show along the lines, well, in line with the local show because what's happening now is I'm having to bring two different messages, and this is information that people need to know about. Our show this evening is with a Tampa-based consumer advocate attorney, and he talks about you know, consumer advocacy issues, but as well as the lemon law, things that are dealing with the car industry, um, not just the car industry, but consumer protection. What's in line for you? What's in store for you? Well, that's going to be a live in-studio interview this afternoon. And it made me think, I'm doing 10 a.m. and then 3 p.m. So what we're going to do is we're going to start to line up both shows. Uh, I put in a call to the station manager at uh, Tantalk Now, known the Tantalk Network, and what we're looking at doing is changing the time to 12 noon on Saturdays for now. But I'm thinking the 12 o'clock time slot is going to be – um, the, the favored by the audience because it's not too early and it's not too late. It's on Saturdays, and uh, for those people who are listening in on the on the internet, not podcasting but listening live, um, then I want to make sure that I'm not impeding on your time frame, but bringing you the information that you want to hear. Also, as well as in the local market. I want to be able to capture that market um, in the time slot where it's not too late in the day and it's early enough for um, retailers, if you will, car dealers, other businesses, other underwriters of the show that will actually be doing business on Saturdays or whatever you, whatever day during the week. So those are some of the things that are in motion. Changes, changes constant. I like change, and I'm going to continue to pursue it. But uh, starting starting next week, next Saturday, our local show is going to air. We'll be moving from 3 p.m. Yeah, I know we just started, and geez. But we're trying to get a handle. Remember, this is a learning curve for me, and I thank you for bearing with me. Um, but we're going to start it at 12 p.m. in the local market. 
And after I get to the studio today, I will find out from the engineer uh, ways of being able to broadcast this show in line with that show. And this show, if everything works properly, then this show will move to 12 p.m. as well. So it'll be a it'll be a local worldwide, if you will, local worldwide show. Um, show with a local appeal, but we'll also have national exposure uh, because we do talk to experts and, and um, professionals from around the country, and that's not going to change. Uh, if they're in your area, those are things that we're going to adhere to as well. So, like I said, change is good, and please, please bear with me as we expand the show to continue to bring you the information that matters most to your wallet. So um, with that, I'm going to take a small break, and then I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about the a few other things, but then we're going to talk about this time of the year, this time of the year and what it means to you, and as well as I'm getting ready to, as an expert, as an automotive expert, as a professional negotiator, I'm getting ready to go back on something that I have said that I truly believe in, but I'm getting ready to go against my own word. So stay tuned to uh, hear me uh, kick myself. Well, it's not really a kick, but it is going against something that I truly believe in, and now I've had a change of heart. So stay tuned. We're going to hear a, a, a small promo uh, and, of course, something from our from our underwriters, and then we will... We will talk about it. Buying a home is a lot like playing baseball. You think you've got it all figured out. Then here comes a changeup. Strike one. It's easy to get frustrated. Strike two. That's why you need a coach who knows the game. Okay, here we go. And can guide you around the bases. Talk to a Grow Financial Mortgage Loan Consultant. We'll get you home. Learn more at growfinancial.org. Grow Financial is an equal housing lender and is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Hey, Tampa Bay, this is S.C. Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show, Tampa Bay's newest and hottest consumer talk radio show. Tune in to us weekly, Saturdays at 3 p.m., where we're going to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. We'll discuss issues like taxes, finances, home loans, and my favorite, vehicles. Tune in Saturdays, 3 p.m. We'll make sure you get the information you need to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. And I'm back. Now, I was listening as that as that small promo was playing. Um, the first one was, uh, was from Grow Financial. And I'm going to talk about that, I mean, a little bit. A little bit after, a little bit later, because it's something that I found out this week that really touched me, and of course I want to share that with you. But going back on something that I said now, most of you who have listened to me for this past year, most of you who know me personally, those who have known me a bit to be to have been in the car business for nearly twenty years, know that I used to say, and I lived by it. Never, never, never buy a new car. Always, and my, and my reasoning for saying that was let somebody else take the depreciation on that car instead of you going out buying it new because as soon as you drive it over the curve, your car is going to depreciate 20%. So don't buy a new car. Let somebody else buy it. Well, with the change in the market and with everything that's happening, I never thought that I would say these words. But remember, my goal is to make sure that you stay abreast of what you need to stay abreast of. Um, whether you're buying a car or not, okay, whether you're buying a car or not today or in the next three, four months, but this is something that you need to know because you may hear somebody, you may hear a friend that says, you know what, I'm getting ready to go buy a car, and I'm thinking a used vehicle. You can tell your friend or that family member, that here's the expert in the car business who said this, and this can save them money. This can save them a lot of time, a lot of headache. But as I used to proclaim never buying a a new vehicle, with the changes in the market and the shortage in the used car market, 
I am now recommending buying a brand new vehicle over a pre-owned vehicle. Be it pre-owned certified, be it pre-owned whatever. I'm recommending now, I'm changing my stance and recommending buying a new vehicle. Why? Why did I change it? Well, we all realize uh, it was just 2009, I think it was, when uh, President Obama passed the Cash for Clunkers program, or, you know, initiated the Cash for Clunkers program. What it did was it took a lot of used vehicles off the market because once those vehicles actually touched the dealer lot and in for trade, the dealers actually had to seal the engine block. So it took, those cars went to the scrap heap. Well, as a result of that, it put a mass a massive shortage on used cars in the used car market. So now you can do your research, and you'll find that a used car will cost you just as much as a new car. Now, here's another reason. And give me a call if you want to dispute this, you want to talk about it, want to know more about it. You can reach me in studio, 347-637-1008. That's 347-637-1008. And I'd love to talk more about it and hear what um, hear what you have to say about it. But with the with the used car market being the way it is, um, it's going to cost you more money in the long run. Uh, a used car or a new car, you can actually get better financing on a new car. Okay, now along with the better financing rates on a new car, you still have that negotiating power that we talk about. And another thing, I want to say thank you. Thank you to all of the listeners who have shared my information, and I encourage you. I I really appreciate it. Um, If you would tell others about the Legally Steal show. Tell them about it. That's how we grow, grow in popularity. But tell them about it. Tell them information that that could be beneficial to them, and they can get it here at the Legally Steal show. Um, but as well with the new car, back to the new car, of course you get a better a better financing option. But also with a new car, also a, a warranty. You factory on the vehicle, so you go out and find a, a certified owned Honda, Honda Accord ES. Okay, it would be two thousand nine. The cord may have 39,000 miles on it. Well, those 39,000 miles, you just came out of your 36 bump warranty. Um, so out of that, you have to get an extended warranty once you buy a car. What's well, really beneficial to you? So if you bought that car brand new, now you have three year 36,000 mile bump warranty on that car. As well as the new car, you have you have federal protection under the under the Lemon Law, um, the Lemon Law, the federal Lemon Law statute, which at which this afternoon I'm going to have on a gentleman. He's a local attorney here. His name is uh, Patrick Cremines. That's C R E M E E N S. Patrick Cremines, and he's the consumer advocate attorney. And he he and I are going to be talking about. Um, some of the things that that matter most to your wallet as far as consumer protection and consumer advocacy. So, uh, but he will be on this evening, this afternoon show. Uh, um, of course, you can always pick that up at www.tantalk. That's T-A-N Tango Alpha Network Talk thirteen forty dot com. Tantalk. Tantalk1340.com, where you will be able to see a live video stream of us in the studio, and that's at 3 p.m. this afternoon, uh, Eastern Standard Time. So definitely, if you get a chance to tune in, I would appreciate it. And, of course, I don't have the studio numbers now, but if you tune in, then you'll hear me give out the studio number where you can call in. If you have a question for uh, Mr. Cremines, definitely call in. But this whole new car, used car thing, I thought long and hard. I toyed around with the fact that I was going to actually go against my own words. But 
I have to tell you information that I believe in um, because I know that it will make a difference in your wallet. Now, uh, all of those all of those reasons I just gave are reasons that I suggest buying a new car now because used cars are just as costly as a new car, and you don't get all of the benefits that come with a new car. So if you're looking in the market of buying a vehicle, contact or do your research first. Do your research. And then contact your credit union. Oh, oh wait a minute. Uh, if you are a member of a credit union, contact your credit union. You should. You should be a member. Which takes me, by the way, to a a, a meeting, a couple of meetings I had this week. Um, as you know, I've been talking about Grow Financial Credit Union. Now, Grow Financial Credit Union is the third largest credit union in the Tampa Bay market. But something that's a little unique about Grow is this: they have a they have a certified nonprofit, a certified five hundred one c three, and that's called the name of it is Friends of Military Families. Now, with Friends of Military Families, you can actually become a member of Grow Financial if you donate to friends of military families and that donation could be as little as $5. If you donate to them, then you become eligible for membership into Grow Financial. Now, the benefit of this is this. Grow Financial, because of the nonprofit, because of the certified nonprofit, you can if you're anywhere in the state of Florida, Anywhere in the state of Florida, you can become a member of Grow Financial. Now, Grow Financial is a very aggressive credit union, and they are growing. And their goal is to grow throughout the state. And my goal is to help them grow throughout the state of Florida because I believe in credit unions. But if you are a member, if you donate to friends of military families, you can become a member of Grow Financial Federal Credit Union. And the benefits of that. I mean, if you look at, if you go to their website, it's Grow Financial, and you hear me say Grow, G-R-O-W, financial.org, growfinancial.org. If you go to their website, uh, you will see that they have car loans as low as 2.99% interest financing, 2.99% interest financing. Now, um, with that being said, I want to divert just a little bit. In some future shows here real soon, I'm going to talk to you about why 0% is misleading, if you don't already know. But 0% is misleading. There's no such thing as free money. Okay? When these guys have this money and they give it to you by way of financing for a car, you have they have to pay for that money. They have to pay for the right to borrow that money. So... 2.99, that leads back to 2.99% is actually a great rate. It's a great rate. And the benefit of financing your vehicle with a credit union is this. Two things that, well, three things that stand right out. The first thing is financial literacy. Now, a lot of you may think you know what, you know how to handle money, but if you look at it, the country as a whole, I mean, we just went through one of the, you know, toughest negotiations um, in years, in decades, actually, about the debt ceiling because we're so leveraged in debt. Well, maybe some of our politicians need to have lessons in financial literacy. Um so that's one aspect of the credit union. Financial literacy is teaching you about money, how money works, the uh, the benefits of money, and how to make it how to make it more advantageous for you to use and to control. The second thing is they have great rates. They have great rates and they tend to know your when you walk into the credit union. But here's the third thing. And I met with a lady this weekend, and she is at one of the 
one of the branches for growth. Um, the manager there, her name is Natalia Spratlin. Uh, I think Natalia is from Russia, but she has a heart as big as gold as far as helping members of the credit union. Um, so this lady that I met, she told me a story, and I'm going to share that story with you um, so you can understand the passion that these people have within the credit union markets. So if you would, stay tuned. I'll tell you that story right after the break, and you tell me how you feel about news. Always, you can give us a call here in the studio, 347-637-1008. That's 347-637-1008. And now, your all-star loan lineup from Grove Financial. Leading off, vehicle loans. Batting second, Grove Visa credit card. Third, Grove student loans. And batting cleanup, the big guy, home loans. Holy cow, it's a grand slam from Grove Financial. Just look at those low rates. Apply today at GroveFinancial.org. Grove Financial Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration and an equal housing lender. Okay, I'm back. Um... This young lady, excuse me, <laughs> this young lady at Grow Financial, her name is Rose, Rose Lewis. And Rose had a very interesting story of what she shared with me. And, and of course, I, you know, asked if I could share this story with the world. And she said, by all means. And she didn't give me names. And that was good. I didn't want names. But just the passion, the passion of Rose and what she cares for. Inside those, inside the credit union walls, will blow you away. If you get this type of attention in one of those uh, um, ginormous uh, banks, you know, Bank of America, Bank of America is not my friend. We're not going to be friends, and you're not going to be able to come to me, you know, two, three, four, five years down the road, and now you're going to see me in bed with Bank of America, and you're going to say, "Se." You talked about Bank of America so much in your early years. Well, you sold out. No, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. I am not friends with Bank of America or any of the big boys, and that's not going to change. I'm not going to offend anybody, but I am going to tell you the truth. And if they don't like the truth, then suit, whatever. However, her story, of course, how she got into the credit union market or industry, but that's not as, and and that's important. I don't want to minimize that. But what she did for members, she does for members. How many of you, and ask yourself this, how many of you have credit issues? I just wanted you to think for a second. How many of you have credit issues? Well, unlike a bank, and remember, I told you Grow Financial is the third largest credit union within the Tampa Bay market. Grow Financial has assets of $1.6, $1.7 billion in assets um, and growing. Now, just to give you the magnitude of when I say $1.6 to $1.7 in assets, during my research, I realized that there are less than Less than 100 credit unions around the country out of the 7,500 credit unions throughout the U.S., less than 100 are billion-dollar credit unions, less than 100. So that tells you that this is a sizable credit union in this area. Matter of fact, in this area, the state has 18 of those billion-dollar credit unions. Four of them are located within the Tampa Bay market. Four of those credit unions are within the Tampa Bay market. So for a credit union to be that size, why would they want to go after somebody like this person in Rose's story? But Rose told me a story about this gentleman who was with his, you know, his, had a family business, basically, And his mom was running the business, but his mom became very ill, very ill. And 
over the months, his mom's health really started declining. So the son actually took over the business, and he had some credit issues. You know, those little issues that some of us may have that don't think that, you know, they carry as much weight. But he had, instead of, he, he made a choice that instead of me paying my my mortgage or my or my electric bill, I need to take care of my mom because my mom days are limited. Okay? He took off a day and went around because he now became responsible for the business. He took off a day to go around and actually try to open an account, a business account on, on, on his side for the business because he was expanding the business, wanted to grow it bigger, you know, take care of mom in her last days. And he went around to all of the big banks. He went to four of them. They all told him no because his credit wasn't good. Told him no. We can't do anything for you. We cannot give you a loan because your credit is terrible. You don't really have a lot of credit for your business, and your personal credit is terrible. Well, this is what they told him. No one tried to help him. And then he walked into Grow Financial, distraught, basically just, you know, giving up, and said this, told Rose, you're the last one that I'm coming to, and I don't think you're going to help me out, but I need to get a loan. And he told her the story about his mother, his mother being ill. And this guy always, as Rose told her, he always wanted a Bentley, okay? Say, I'm going to buy a Bentley. I'm going to buy a Bentley. Well, Rose took him in. She didn't kick him out the door. Now, remember, this is a big credit union. Why would they need somebody with bad credit? Well, she took him in, and she started talking with him, pulled his credit report, and she told him, here's where the financial literacy kicks in. She looked at him, and she said, okay, you have a loan on here. Not a loan, I'm sorry, but a bill, a small bill for about 200 bucks that's going in default. You're in here with that small amount. Why would I give you, and I just want you to think about this for a second. This is what she told him. Why would I give you a $300 amount loan a month for a car when you can't pay off this $200 bill that has gone in default? And he said, well, it's, you know, I'm concentrating on bigger things, and that little thing is just not, you know, it's not weighing as heavy. And she said, oh, no, 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 no. That that little thing is actually weighing so heavy that it is making everybody look at your credit and say, I can't do anything for you. So long story short, she took this gentleman and she worked with him, told him the things that he needed to do in order for her to approve a vehicle loan for him. I'm going to get back to the mother in just a second. This is where the financial literacy came in. Most people don't know that if you have that, what used to be, you know, Bell South, I don't know if they even exist anymore, think AT&T is just whatever. But let's say you had that little AT&T loan or, or, or bill on your credit card, on your credit report that you haven't paid off. You maybe opened up a cell phone or you had a cell phone and AT&T was raping you for a very long time. By the way, you're going to hear me use AT&T a lot because I really can't stand that company. I won't be their friends either, okay? So because they really take advantage of you and won't change unless they have to. But I don't want to digress into another path. I want to stay here. But let's say you had that small loan um, and didn't pay it off or you ended your your contract sooner than you thought. That's on your credit report. Well, if you go to get a loan from somebody, they're going to look at all the little bills, and they're going to simply say this. If you can't pay $300, a one-time $300 payment to get this thing off your credit report, why would I give you a loan for $400 per month? If you can't pay $300 one time, how can you pay $400 every month? Little things like that. Well, she taught this gentleman the whole financial literacy game, the whole aspect of it. And he learned, he said, listen, nobody ever told me that. Well, 
she worked with him and worked with him. He actually for went gave up the idea of the Bentley. And he said his mom always wanted this little car. And he wanted to get her this little car. Okay? Well, Rose worked with him. He ended up getting his mom this little car. His mom was very sick, very weak, very ill, and close to going home. Well, after working with Rose, he actually got a loan at Grow. They gave him that loan, and he was able to get his mom that car. But before he gave his mom that car, Rose went even further. She gave him the idea of him, instead of just driving the car up to her, take the car, call your sister, and make a big presentation out of it. Put a big bow around the car and present it to your mom. They did. Mom was frail, weak, but when mom saw the car, mom actually got a burst of energy, walked down to her to enjoy her car. Now, mom went home a month later, but her son was so happy that he came back to Rose in the credit union and just cried, cried because somebody cared. Somebody outside of him cared about his situation. Now, that story is a true story, and I can tell you this. People who become Friends with credit unions, members of credit unions, families with credit unions, they tend to stay with credit unions. I've known people who have filed bankruptcy but did not file bankruptcy against their credit union. That's the power. You know, since since Home Depot every every now and then advertises on my show, and then I'm going to use their slogan. That's the power of the credit union. It's a very powerful tool that's designed to help you, the member, you, the individual. They're not concerned about shares and, 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 and you know, in, in, impressing their shareholders because they don't have shareholders. They have a board of directors. They have members, you, members. You control the flow of the credit. They're for you. So, this is one of those things that touched me, and I told Rose, I said, please, please let me tell tell about that story. And I actually, I'm going to have Rose on one day because I think you need to hear the passion of the people inside the credit unions. They're not going to treat you like a customer. They're going to treat you like somebody they know. They're going to treat you like a friend. And when you go in, you will get the help you need. Bad credit? She says when somebody walks into the credit union and, and somebody says to them in the credit union, well, you got some credit issue, she says she almost breaks her leg getting out of her office to go and get that person. Why? Who chases down bad credit? Who chases down bad credit to help you, not to take advantage of you, but to help you? Rose does. So she says she will go out of her office, pull that person in, and have them open an account, and then start explaining to them how to get themselves on a better path. Now, this is something that I've been fussing about for years. I've been I've been talking about it, and I really didn't have a platform until now. Now I have it with the Legally Steal show, and I can broadcast this and and across the world. But years ago, when I was working on starting a credit union. I went to the banks and I told them this, this little bit of story here, this little story, and how if they open their eyes, it could be beneficial for them. Well, most credit unions, when it's especially community-based credit unions, when you're starting out, you actually become friends with some of the banks because you need them. As a credit union, you need them. You say, why? Well, they already have money. So they can actually provide a low-interest or no-interest loan to the credit union to actually help build that credit union up. Not looking at it as a competitor-type situation, but looking at it more from a, a mutual beneficial relationship with that credit union. Here's why. Most community-based credit unions preach and teach financial literacy. 
Well, if you are teaching and preaching financial literacy, that credit union wants the part of the community that people doesn't want to share or that people won't share with banks, i.e. banks. They want to keep you away from payday lenders. So what they do is they will take that individual that has credit issues, teach them financial literacy, improve their credit report. Now when that person's credit report is improved, they know how to bank. They know how money works. It makes them a viable customer for the bank. So I told the bank, I understand that you have a medium income track that you're working from. And if a person doesn't make this much money, then you're not interested in them. Well, why don't you take money, loan it to the credit union from a no-interest standpoint. Let them build up those individuals instead of them running to payday lenders. And that's a big issue I have. We'll talk about that, I'm sure, in the future. Payday lenders. Instead of that individual running to payday lenders with sometimes 300 to 3,000% markup, why would you run to them when you could go to a credit union, open up an account, learn financial literacy, become a better credit-wise person? Now you become really attractive to the bank. Well, the banks couldn't understand that concept. It's a win-win situation for everybody, not a lose-lose. The credit union is taking on that responsibility of training and teaching that person. Now that person, when they want to get a, you know, a mortgage, which is a scary word now, but when they want to get a mortgage, they can actually come to the bank. Well, banks didn't understand that concept of what I was trying to tell them. It's a win-win situation for everybody. So since they didn't understand it, you know what? Their problem. Credit unions are growing, are growing now, today, where some of the banks are folding. FDIC is taking over some of the banks. Credit unions are growing and those that may be small and having issues, they're simply merging with larger credit unions because credit unions are family. They don't want to see anybody fall. So uh, I meant for this show to be about cars. I, you know, this is the this is that time of the year where the new year car models are out, and I wanted to talk to you about them, you know, how to actually go in and buy and negotiate. But it ended up turning into, I wanted to share that story with you about Grow Financial, about credit unions in general, but particularly about Grow and what they're doing here in the state of Florida, in the Tampa Bay community in the state of Florida. Um, So um, I'm going to take a small break, wet my throat, talk about Grow for a minute, and then I'll be back. So stay tuned, and as we wrap up the show in the Last quarter of the show, quarter hour of the show as we wrap it up uh, and just talk about some administrative things that are coming up, uh, reiterate things that, you know, you need to hear um, in order to keep you following. And that way I can keep you abreast of everything that's going on. So stay tuned and we'll be back. And now, your all-star loan lineup from Grow Financial. Leading off, vehicle loans. Batting second, Grow Visa credit card. Third, Grow student loans. And batting cleanup, the big guy, home loans. Holy cow, it's a grand slam from Grow Financial. Just look at those low rates. Apply today at growfinancial.org. Grow Financial Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration and an equal housing level. Hey, Tampa Bay, this is S.C. Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show, Tampa Bay's newest and hottest consumer talk radio show. Tune in to us weekly, Saturdays at 3 p.m., where we're going to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. We'll discuss issues like taxes, finances, home loans, and my favorite, vehicles. Tune in Saturdays, 3 p.m. We'll make sure you get the information you need to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. Okay, I'm back. Back in the studio live here in the Tampa Bay market. Um, your host, S.C. Day. We've been talking about credit unions and some of the things that that you need to know about. Uh, what we are what we are doing, as I said, those of you who may be tuning in now, 
some of the administrative things that are coming up, we're actually going to be changing the time of the show and we're going to be expanding the show. Um, now, when that expansion is going to take place, I'm not really sure, but I'm looking at probably the beginning of the beginning of the third quarter. I mean, the fourth quarter. We're in the third quarter now. Jeez, time is passing. But the beginning of the fourth quarter, and that's probably October, late middle September, late October. Oh, I'm sorry, early October. Um, we're going to be looking at going to um, probably starting off, and it's probably going to be a gradual growth thing. But instead of one day a week probably two to three days a week, and then we're going to expand it until we are a full-fledged show running five to six days a week. And the reason behind that is when you are, you know, when I started this thing, I started just talking with you, talking with you on Saturday, sharing about issues that mattered most to me that I felt mattered most to you. And as Things have progressed and we are growing. Well, now we're to the point where we're looking at bringing on advertisers or underwriters for the show. And when you do that, when you bring on underwriters, um, you still maintain control of what you're doing, but you have to expand to incorporate your underwriters. If you want to expand the show and have a wider market, then your underwriters are going to dictate a little bit about that. So that's what's that's what's happening in our case, uh, as we bring on underwriters to get their message out. And I promise you, I promise you, I will not have underwriters on the show that I do not believe in. They will not. I mean, there are a bunch of shows out there. There are thousands of shows out there that people can advertise on. If I don't believe in your message and your mission, then I won't be bringing you on this show. Uh, money is just not that important uh, for to have my message diluted. Not going to happen. So as, you know, like I said, you will probably, probably never, no, not probably, you will never hear, not if I have something to do with it, and as long as I maintain control of the show, I will have something to do with it. You will never hear AT&T or Bank of America advertising on the Legally Steal show. Um, and, yes, they have budgets and pockets that are a whole heck of a lot bigger than mine, but you'll probably never hear those guys advertising. You will not hear those guys advertising on this show because I don't believe in them. Uh, so with that being said, as we expand – we're going to be bringing on underwriters, and we have to expand the message. And honestly, it's a welcome change for me because this was something that happened to me in my mind accidentally. Um, I know nothing happens accidentally. Everything is designed to do things a certain way, designed to be a certain way. But it happened to me. I was not planning on being in radio. I was not planning on looking at that, you know, those red letters on air as I talked. But it happened to be that way, and I happen to love what I'm doing. I could actually retire doing this. Hell, I could do this for another 40 years because I love what I'm doing. So the show is going to expand into a wider, more frequent market. That way I'll be bringing you information that matters most to your wallet and really caring about issues that you care about so we can keep you abreast of things. And... I'm looking at bringing you some interesting messages in the future. Um, here, a bit of a lineup. Uh, there's a subject that I'm really, I've been really thinking about for the last nine months of bringing you, and it's going to be on education. But it's going to be education with a twist. We're going to talk something a little different. Um, I want, I want to find out why, as parents. We are allowing our children to control their education. We are allowing our children to control where they go to school. We are allowing our children to control the money that's being paid for an education. I think it's a crying shame, and we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about taxes again. 
Uh, last year we did taxes. It was a very popular show. We're going to talk about because it's something that affects everybody. We're going to have some CPAs on. We're going to be talking about tax preparation, tax planning, and how it how it lays out to you some of the changes that are going on. We're going to be talking about small businesses and what small businesses need to know to actually increase their business. We're also going to be talking to, in this market, the way things are today. And, of course, the job reports came out yesterday. They were actually 117,000 new jobs were added for the month of July. That's across the country, 117,000 jobs. Actually, it was more than that added, but when you take the you take the difference of what was added, what was, you know, uh, subtracted versus those jobs that were laid off or people were fired or what have you, then the end number, the sum was 117. Well, that's good. I actually had uh, got on the, from email, one of my listeners said, you know, I don't have a car. I don't have a house. That's great to talk about that stuff, but that's not what I want to hear about. I want to hear about what does it take to get a job. So we're working right now with getting a having a bit of a series going on. I want to have in a job recruiter. We're going to have a job recruiter, and we're going to talk about what you need to do to make yourself, as I talk about in the car business, of painting a portrait you know, at the end day, at the end state, you can have, as far as your credit was concerned, you could have a beautiful portrait, you could have a Rembrandt, or you could have something that your cat walked over with ink on its foot. Now, it may be an art, it may be a you know a work of art to somebody, but to most folks, it's probably just smudges. What does your portrait look like? Well, we're gonna have a a job recruiter on the line, somebody with years of experience that can tell you what employers are looking for what you need to do to impress an employer, things like that, uh, what your resume needs to look like. And then and then we're going to have a human resource manager on to talk about what the job is looking for, what you need to do, what they want to see. So these are things that you care about. You care about your income. You care about your outflow. You care about benefits. You care about getting a job. I want to bring those issues to you. So in the these are future shows coming up, but definitely that education part, we're definitely going to talk about that in detail. And I want your feedback. I want to hear what you think. I want you to challenge me. But this is a this is a this is a, a movement that we need to get a hold of what's happening. I was just looking at a report this morning, and they're saying. That this year, this year, the starting school year, which is in a couple of weeks, 82%, 82% of American schools will be failing. 82%. Well, that's a number that's unacceptable. And they're failing because we, as parents, are failing. Not the school system. We, as parents, are failing. So those are things that we're going to talk about. I want to challenge you on those. I want you to call and challenge me. But as a parent, we should be doing more to make sure that our kids are apart and up to snuff. But I've always maintained that, you know, how can you expect a child to do better if their parent didn't do better? So I put the responsibility because as a parent, I put the responsibility square in my lap. I took pro I took a proactive route with my children. And I'm not I'm not unusual. This is something you can do too as a parent. But in order for us to rein back control of education, rein back control of debt, we as parents, we as generation Xers parents, baby boomers, parents and grandparents need to start taking a proactive role in what's happening with our children in the future. The heck with it if you don't understand the social media or the Internet information age. That's your problem. Learn. Internet is a wonderful tool. Learn it. Learn it, and you can now give back and teach the young because they want to know. They want to know, and when they don't know, they'll simply get on the Internet and find it out. 
So if you can tell, that's something that I'm very passionate about. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to have, we're going to talk about credit. Um, we're going to be bringing up credit issues again, and we're going to be talking about how to improve your credit, how to improve your personal and business credit, how to make things work for you to your advantage. So definitely we have some very interesting shows that we're going to be bringing on. I want to get the experts around the country on board, bring you this information. I had a young lady who was on the show maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um, her name is Vivian Gaspar. She actually sent me that book. She sent me the book, How to Survive Your Financial Crisis. It's a must-read. It's 300 and something pages, but don't look at it that way. Look at it from the way of it's broken down in 39 chapters. And these chapters are very easy to read. But it has some really good stuff in there. We didn't even touch on it um, on the airwaves that day. We we just touched on a little bit because I had a show message that I wanted to put out. But it's talking about things like identity theft, uh, how and why to have good credit, debt settlement, lost your job, understand COBRA benefits, how to get your recruiter to focus on you, how to ace your next job interview. Can't find a job? Direct marketing, a real income alternative. How anyone can make money from home. I'm just reading some of the chapters. I mean, it goes all the way down into public speaking skills for business owners and sales professionals. What to do when he or she says, I'm out of here, when you're talking about divorce. This book is a compilation that covers a lot of things, and it's a must-read. The title is How to, Su- How to Survive Your Financial Crisis. I think you should read it. Um, I'm thoroughly impressed with what I'm reading. I'm learning a lot. I knew a lot about this, but I'm learning even more so because my mind is open. I'm like a sponge. I'm soaking it up. This is information that you can use, I promise you. In desperate times like this, go take a look at it. You can go look at our blog. It's bit.ly slash capital L, capital S, capital S, blog. That's bit.ly slash LSS blog. Go take a look. You'll see her photo down there. You see it be a link. There's a link to her page. Um, get the book. It's a must read. I promise you, it's like my book, I, and I hadn't even said anything about it, which, by the way, thank you. Thank you so much for purchasing How to Legally Steal Your Next Vehicle and Save Thousands. I really do appreciate it. Um, I'm getting feedback on that. And guess what? I actually got a royalty check. Go figure. Somebody is buying the book, and I appreciate the ones who are. Spread the message. Let's start the movement. Spread the message. Um, Now, off of my soapbox about my book, her book is a must-read. I'm going to read it thoroughly. I'm going to talk to you uh, in the future about some of the things in this book. I mean, it really digs down into, you know, all the way to free help for special need children, special needs children and seniors, um, things that matter to you, strategies for unemployed and small business owners, mortgage mortification, reverse mortgages. And that's something that I know a lot of us don't know about, reverse mortgages. But her book is a must-read, how, how to Survive Your Financial Crisis. Google it. Google it. If you don't go to our blog, Google it, How to Survive Your Financial Crisis, and order the book. She'll send it to you, and believe me, it's a book that you want to read, especially in this day and time. So those are things that we're going to be working on um, in the near future. I want to continue to bring you this information, and I want you to challenge me on it. Challenge me on anything that I'm saying, and if I'm wrong, I'll find the information because I want to be right on the radio. If you have a concern or something you want to talk about, bring it to my attention. I'll be all over it because that's what I believe in. I believe in satisfying you as the audience. You're taking the time to listen to my show, so I should be bringing you information that matters most to you, not to me. All right? Thank you. Tune in this evening. Uh, 3 p.m., and we're going to change it for next week, but 3 p.m., 
uh, at www.tantalk1340. That's Tango Alpha Network Talk 1340.com. Tune in this evening, and you will get to see my mug as well as my special guest, in-studio guest this afternoon, Mr. Patrick Remains. Until next week, uh, stay safe, stay cool, and stay alive. See you next week. Peace.